Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Working from home can get rather lonely and our motivation to achieve all the goals we set out to before the year started may have in fact started to dwindle. I've been working independently for quite a few years now and have noticed a lot of critical tips to improve your mindset and attitude towards working on your own from home. So regardless of your what your workstation looks like or the type of business you run, in this episode I'll be going through the following areas, accountability, boundaries and rituals. You'll leave this episode with practical steps and tips to implement tomorrow so you can, you know, bring some more mindfulness to your workday routine. The first piece of advice is all about having a accountability partner and although this actually isn't a piece of advice I have yet to experience the benefits of firsthand it is one of those that I have heard a lot about and so many people have recommended it and I can clearly see the benefits of having an accountability partner. I'm currently considering to implement this within my next quarter this year but accountability can be something that people struggle with and I don't think I'm too bad with it especially as I have worked by myself for quite a while now although it can be tricky to stay motivated and focused so one of my self-sabotaging tendencies is uh, being a perfectionist and if you don't know what your self-sabotaging tendencies is there is a link in the description bar for you to take the test and figure it out it's actually really beneficial to know um, so that you can be more aware of it Anyway, I'm a perfectionist through and through. I was not surprised by the outcome. And I can really see how having a accountability partner could benefit me from this by encouraging me to move on rather than continuing, continually bettering what has already been done and completed to a fine enough level for me to stop and move on to the next thing. If you're unsure what a accountability partner is, it's where you meet up with someone in person or virtually and discuss what you both want to achieve or complete in the next coming months or weeks. Then you have probably weekly or fortnightly meetups to discuss one another's progress and question each other and bounce ideas and offer advice. It's really just a great environment um, to voice any issues or struggles you're having as someone else might be able to provide you with first-hand experiences in overcoming them. I've been wavering with the idea of gathering together a group of three to five accountability partners or one person led business owners this year. I believe that there is a big advantage to sharing with others who have gone through what you are and sometimes friends, partners and loved ones don't really understand or can't relate to you in the same way an accountability partner or group not only provides you that sort of gentle push to keep you on track but this feeling of support a feeling of comfort that you're not doing it all alone and that others have dealt with it and have felt the same way and have overcome the same struggles you're going through as well as a place to just you know encourage and celebrate the small or the big wins all together The next stage is boundaries. This is vitally important when working from home. Remember the days of lockdown. It's easy to slip into bad habits or habits that really don't provide us with any benefits. This probably included not getting up on time, eating breakfast with one hand whilst replying to emails and still wearing your pyjama bottoms. It's okay to have the occasional slump, 
But when the slump turns into your regular routine, then it's time to refresh your day with some much needed boundaries. When working from home and running your own business, we can quickly become all consumed by it all. And that's something that I really struggled with. That means not wanting to detach ourselves away from the desk or the laptop. We can fall into this tunnel vision, 100% focused on what our business needs and really forgetting what we need to thrive. I get how easy it is to keep going when your laptop is literally in distance reach. We slip into the mindset of, well, it's all here for me. (laughs) I might as well just keep going and get it done. Overworking really pushes us into that hustle culture territory and can definitely lead to burnout, which I have experienced and is not very nice. So how to overcome this is with few boundaries and here's a few you can implement today. The first boundary to decide on is really timings, especially when you'll start and when you'll finish your workday. Ideally, you should not be working longer than eight hours a day. So decide on this and sort of stick to it. Obviously, there's not such a thing as an ideal world things happen and I understand that there are going to be days where the exception to the rule like you have a deadline for a client or a launch coming up and you may need to work a little longer but remember these are longer hours should be the occasional work day and never become the routine of 10 hour days plus when you get into the habit of Um, having a time to finish by you might notice that you actually get more done and you're more aware of the time and how long a task is taking you and when you actually get to the time you become less and less guilty when you stop for the day a few more just little boundaries that I like to think about is to just consider getting ready for the day I get that lockdown gave us this license to sort of sit around in our sweats and wear comfy clothes and use dry shampoo for three days in a row. But by actually getting ready for the day, you'll feel a just better in yourself. That can lead to higher self-esteem as well. But B, you'll just feel ready for the day instead of feeling a little bit sluggish and gross by midday. I'm not saying that you have to chuck on a full face of makeup, I don't do that, or even wear jeans that leave that horrible red line imprint on your waist. But what I mean is getting ready so you look good enough that you wouldn't feel embarrassed if you popped into the shops and bumped into someone that you knew. My end of day rituals include um, saving and cancelling out of every program and every tab that I have open, then putting all my physical stuff away. Um, Usually I've collected a couple of mugs and plates, so I have to tidy that up. Um, And just really by clearing everything on my desk feels really nice. um, And it feels like literally closing the end of that day. It's nice also to start the next morning (laughs) without mess on my desk. So I also like to do just a quick, after doing my desk, just a quick tidy up of the space around me and then making the room that I'm going to relax in cozy. So drawing curtains, lighting other candles, not my work candle. Um, And then if I want to use my laptop, I can do this on the couch or in bed rather than at my desk. This works for me, but I know that there's so many different ways you can end your workday. Um, others are like going on a walk, having a bath, doing yoga, reading in a chair, 
having a cup of tea, etc. But before you move away from your desk, I would highly recommend cleaning your workspace. It has been a actual recent thing I've started doing this year and has helped me immensely. So simple, so quick and feels so good um, doing it and for the next morning. I wasn't that long ago the person that left a lot of paper on their desk with a lot of thoughts written or scribbled all over them. Um, And it actually made me waste a lot of time the next day trying to decipher what I'd written and maybe just curious about what I was thinking the day before. Um, So for that, for, for me, tidying is a sort of a time saver as well. And to go from tidying my desk to just doing a quick tidy up around my space feels productive still and is practical because um, after I sit down in front of the TV, it is unlikely I will feel motivated to tidy up. So it just kind of gets it out of the way. And that's my sort of transitional period from um, working to just doing whatever I want. That's it for me today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did writing it and obviously recording it. As we all know, there is a lot of information online and I'm sure that you can find more mindful tips to working from home. But I really think I provided you with some great tips and information in there. Mainly I've shared the ones that have really benefited me most and I hope they help you out too. I mean, who wouldn't want to make their workday feel that little bit better? So try one of my tips that I've shared with you today. I hope you reap the rewards and the benefits of it, even if it is just buying a candle for your workspace. I'm not going to lie. I do love a smelly work candle. Anyway, have a lovely week ahead and I hope to see you all here back next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Ramin podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.